When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, live from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, on Harvey Road in College Station, this is the Gary Blair Radio Show, brought to you by Bud Light, game day's favorite light logger, Texas Ford, official truck and SUV of Texas A&M Athletics, Memorial Herman, Advancing Health, and by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Visit Rudy's.com to find real Texas barbecue near you. Now, the Gary Blair Radio Show. And a, a great crowd out here tonight. Rudy's Barbecue. It's the Coach Gary Blair Radio Show with Coach Gary Blair. I'm Steve Miller. We're here until 7 o'clock talking women's basketball. Come by and uh, join us. And the Aggies, Gary, goodness, what a win yesterday. Three wins in a row. Great job at Georgia. I mean, what do you say about that thing? We played in front of a great crowd on Sunday afternoon, uh, but we had a lot of fans ourselves with India, with Shambria, with Jada. They all had family in attendance, and I think they were very proud of their daughters on how well all three of them played in the minutes. Uh, what can I say, Steve? Our kids had a whole lot of heart. The last five minutes of the second quarter when we were able to stretch it to an eight-point lead to a 10, they scored the last basket. 
And then the third quarter started pretty ugly <laughs> for both teams. But eventually they caught up. We stared it right in the face and said, all right, that's the best you have. And then I think we scored the next six points and uh, really did some good things. Uh, Kenny, Kendi's jump shot was not going early, but her drive and her passion will set the tone. Uh, she's a great scorer. And so sometimes when your outside shot isn't going, what else can you do to help the team? The whole key to the first half was Sierra and in India. They were doing an outstanding job. We were up on them uh, 14 or 15 at half. They only had three offensive boards. We had 13, I believe, at half. And that was the difference. Everywhere I looked around, India was flying <laughs> to the ball. And Sierra scored on a couple baskets underneath that we had to have. And that's what you call a total team effort, what our kids were doing. Shambria Washington was all over the court. Her driving layups, the confidence that she's gotten the last, ever since Wilson got hurt, we were able to rotate both Kennedy and Sham at the point. And that took a whole lot of pressure on Sham that she didn't have to do at all going against Cole for Georgia, who's one of the best defenders in the league and who I'm sure will be on the all-SEC defensive team. It was a total team win. So proud of our kids. Kennedy's 32 was pretty special. She <laughs> hit all the tough shots, but the pass that she made when she was triple teamed, when she drove and found Kayla in the corner for that big three, I thought that was the icebreaker right there that solidified the game for us. I mean, when you game plan, you know, for any opponent, you're, you're to me, you're hoping that all the pieces that you have um, have out there all come together in this perfect mold and you get away with the win. And in here, you had so many great contributions that all the little pieces, at least from your five, your five starters, if you will, seem to all come together at all the right times in that game. It had to happen. Uh, we had three kids play 40 minutes. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of minutes when you're on the road and in a tight ball game. But those TV timeouts came. A poor Sierra was dying once. And I said, there's a TV time. Okay, coach, <laughs> I got you. I can make it for that next one. And I love my kids. I love the coaching from my assistants, what they did to get us ready for this game. It was when we follow the game plan and we do what we want, on defense it's pretty special even though this is the first team that shot over 40 percent on us some of that was just good to uh, they had three great players mm -hmm. uh, cole conley and robinson those are all three will be on the all sec team all three of them so we did as well as we could but when we got some transition baskets that really helped us and when kennedy practice is as well as she has the last two to three days, it carries over to the ball games. And Kennedy was very, very good the last few days in practice. You guys had seven days between games. It was a last Sunday when you played Alabama at home, and so you had extra time to prepare for Georgia. What did the bye do for you? Rested this poor old coaching staff. I know that. Uh, I was able to see a movie the other night. Y'all go see Kevin Hart's movie, Upside Down. It's very good. I tell you, it's very good. And you're thinking, well, that's just a comedian. Uh-uh. It's a real story. 
and you need to see this story. It was very well done. We went. I went recruiting on Tuesday. Coach Starkey went recruiting. Uh, Amy's always out on the road. And then we were able to do some individual workouts as well. We were able to give the kids both Monday and Tuesday off, let them be real students on the first two days. Now it's back to the grind. Uh, what do we have, 11 more conference games left? And, my gosh, we won three in a row, and we're only three and two. <laughs> but I'm going to take every one of them because now we've got to go to a very tough Auburn team to play on the road again. We know Kennedy has been a little hobbled with her, her foot for several weeks now. Did the break help her? I think the break helped her, but I think it's, I think it's her attitude helped her. Hmm. She's enjoying her teammates. And her teammates are enjoying her. I think that is the difference between this year's team and last year's. Everybody has grown. The teammates and Kennedy, we've all grown. And she's a gamer. She never wants to come out. But sometimes fouls happen. You have to come out. And I trust my bench. And my bench came in, did an outstanding job. I mean, you rested her for about a five, six-minute stretch there between the first and the second quarter. Uh, I did, and I had my fingers crossed. I squeezed my lucky coin during the whole time. I usually only use it during free throws. I was squeezing that sucker the whole ball game. Which uh, which coin was it this time? Do you remember? This time it was one of my golf coins. And... uh, (laughs) Radar, hand me my coin right there. Uh, But... It it was it was a good lucky coin, and I think that was a coin from the Final Four in 2000 in Philadelphia because that is the great golf course up in Philly. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name right there that they've had so many U.S. Opens. Let's see, it says there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really say, but it's shiny though. You rubbed that thing a lot. Yeah, I sure did. It was, it was a good ball game, but. Hey, uh, folks, you better start making your plans now for Kentucky. Okay, make your plans for the following Sunday because we want a huge crowd. The men play Kansas State on Saturday, and we play on Sunday another national TV game, but we want butts in seats. This team deserves you now, and we need you now. So keep coming out. Listen to the ball game Thursday night against Auburn. And uh, let's just get ready to go for number four in a row. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk more about some of the great individual performances yesterday at Georgia. Coming up, we'll also have uh, in-person appearances from Coach Bob Starkey and Coach Amy Wright. That and more. We're here until 7 o'clock. We're live at Rudy's Barbecue on Harvey Road. It's the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield. And the Aggies' next game is Thursday at Auburn. 7.30 is the tip time there. You can listen on the a Sports Network, Sports Radio 1150, or The Zone 102.7. You can also watch it on the SEC Network. The Aggies return to home on Sunday. They get to host Kentucky. 4 o'clock is that start next Sunday. We continue now from Rudy's Barbecue on Harvey Road, the Gary Blair Radio Show with Coach Blair. I'm Steve Miller, and we're here until 7 o'clock talking women's basketball. The Aggies, a big win yesterday over Georgia, 76-66. And, Gary, that team at, uh, had not lost a game at home, and uh, you guys just go in and uh, deliver uh, 
a, a loss to them, but did so in front of several of your players' uh, families, and I thought that was really special. I thought it was special, and you also remember Amir, who was on Billy Kendi's staff for so many years. He's now the assistant there. We had a great chance to visit with him before the ball game, and he was he came back home. You don't blame him, but he's pulling for our guys, and uh, I think deep down he was pulling for us too. I know it's hard to do that because you coach the red and the black, but <laughs> he knows our kids. He had a hug for all of our kids, mm -hmm. and uh, it was special. Family is so important. You play so hard when your family's in the stands, particularly if you're an out-of-state kid, and we go back into your – neighborhood or something sometimes it's hard mm -hmm. but this is why we recruit that national championship and moving to the sec has opened so many doors in the south for us to be able to recruit so we're going to knock on doors if we can't get all the texas kids we want we have no problem going outside of Texas, but you still build your foundation with Texas kids first. India Jones, 21 rebounds and essentially playing in her backyard. I mean, her house is probably closer to the University of Georgia than anybody that goes here uh, for on that basketball team. That's the most rebounds by an Aggie in a regular season game in Texas A&M history. Did not know that. There you uh, go. Gosh, another fact by <laughs> Steve. Uh, <laughs> did not know that. And... Uh, I told her as we was walking to the press conference, I think I said, somebody's got 27, but that was in a – she says, Coach, I'll get there, I'll get there. I was trying for everyone, but she's such a pleasant kid, good student. Uh, she was a music major, and we had to change all our practices last year because she wasn't getting out of class, so we was working out <laughs> 4, 4.30. So now I'm not sure what she has found, but – She's very talented. She can play the piano. She can do a lot of things, but what sets her apart is her smile. She has got one of the most beautiful smiles, lights up the place, and she's just a happy person. And that's who you like to coach. She can take some tough love out there in coaching too. Has there been something this season that uh, a light of sorts that may have gone off for her? Because in recent weeks, she has just been just incredible rebounder. She was a, a very good rebounder, but the numbers are just stacking up game after game for her. I think this was her hardest matchup. She got 21 rebounds, and she was guarding Robinson in her area. Robinson was guarding her, and that was a big lift for us. Now, if we can get her to hit that high post shot, consistently she was doing it in practice but when the lights go on sometimes it's a different thing out there trying to hit that shot but we need to get both of our posts because we need to keep opening up driving lanes for Kayla and for Kennedy and Sham Sham had a couple of great layups in there today she just stuck that little five six frame in there and went in there hard but our kids really get along and I think that is the difference so much in this team what our chemistry is good we might have had better players last year that were older in their career but somehow this team handles adversity better than any team I've had in a long time I think some of it's, it's just coaching women sorry ladies <laughs> out there in the audience but you have a lot of drama in your life sometimes ladies let it go. Is that the song <laughs> in Frozen? Yes, from Frozen, that's right. That's from Frozen. <laughs> Let it go. Turn the page. Go on to the next thing. But 
This team handles their business and they like each other. Shambria Washington, career high points yesterday, 15. Uh, she was also playing relatively close to home, in a manner of speaking, about four or five hours from her home. Five and and she half. really shined and, and uh, in, a, in a game where you really needed consistent uh, play from your two guards. Remember, we had to have Shambria. She has been recruited by a lot of teams, and she also knew Kennedy Carter was there. It's hard for a JUCO to say, hey, I want to be a part of it. Well, injury put her into the starting lineup. And in this last ball game, I played her at the two guard as much as I played her at the one because I wanted Kennedy out front handling that pressure. And But Sham has come a long way. And she loves A&M, loves her teammates. She's playing with a little bit of that fasciitis in her foot just like I have. But I handle mine easier, but she has to play 40 <laughs> minutes. I just got to stand in my street shoes with my fasciitis. You mentioned the injury that would help put her in the lineup uh, to Aaliyah Wilson, and Aaliyah's been on all the, essentially all the trips, or the, at least this one here. What is she adding? Um, being a, she's one of your team captains, um, goes even goes out there for the officials meeting, but she is very important to the team's uh, chemistry and mindset. I think she's one of those kids that sort of has a chip on her shoulder that she's never been given credit. She started off at a Division I for a semester, then she went to a junior college there back home in Ocala that was not very good. And so she was losing a lot of ball games, and she wasn't as highly recruited. We looked at her and a kid from Mississippi, but I love her competitiveness. She wouldn't back down from anybody. And every time you tell her she might not be able to do it as well as do this other thing, she wants to prove you wrong. And my gosh, some of those drives today, her shooting percentage to start the year, I think she was like one or two for 27. <laughs> now she's flying that thing, getting close. We'll get and try it up to 35%. Now we're going to try for 40. But I'm proud of her because be a leader coming in as a junior college player and directing the show. It's kind of hard because I run a lot of stuff and I give her a lot of responsibility. We talked earlier, there's so many different pieces that made at least, you know, it was one game week, so everything is, is all set for one game. But now you've played a quarter of, of conference play uh, on a ton of the season so far. When you sit back and you take a deep breath, what makes you smile about this team? <laughs> I feel like as soon as you look over, we graduated or lost four kids last year. All of a sudden, uh, we had some minor injuries. Then we had a major injury. Then we start off 0-2 in conference, blowing a nine-point lead to South Carolina that still sits in the back of my head back there. But all of a sudden, we just fight. It's going to be the same way all year. It doesn't matter if we're playing the top of the league in Mississippi State, Missouri, and South Carolina, or we're playing the bottom of the league, Ole Miss and Florida and uh, Vanderbilt. It's going to be grind-out games. So I want people to believe in this team and enjoy the highs and the lows because it's going to be some lows. We're going to make some mistakes, or we're going to get into foul trouble, or we're going to miss some easy shots. Uh, today, we finally got to 40%. I mean, that's our <laughs> season high. We were second in the league in field goal percentage. But Kennedy was 10 for 28. 
But Russell Westbrook the other night was two for 23, and his team still won because he did everything else well. What are you expecting from Auburn come Thursday night on the road? Again, no surprise, they're on the road. 2-2-1 two, two, press. They're the best. They have been the best ever since I've been in the SEC with their press. If they turn you over, if we can hold our turnovers to 15, we got a great chance. Uh, they got Unique Thompson inside, a very good post player. Uh, McKay, uh, Daisy Alexander, another team with three studs that you got to go out and be able to stop. Just like Georgia had three, and we shut down the other two. The, the Stacy Staddy or whatever her name is came mm -hmm. off the bench, really helped them some. But every team in the SEC is going to have at least three players that could start for anybody in our league. When you play this many road games this early in the season uh, in conference play, that means you get to play a lot more home games, and that starts Sunday against Kentucky. Well, I hope so. If you'd have told me we would be two and one through road, but I'd expected to win all the home games. But Steve, it's been a tough year. My staff has worked hard. My team has worked hard. Our fans have worked hard staying with us. And I just appreciate them. I love for it to be uh, double our size. But they'll start getting behind us. They'll start coming out. The weather's going to get a little bit better, and we'll have people there. But the following Sunday, I want you there. That's not Super Bowl Sunday. That's the Sunday that's in between. So it's our Super Bowl. So I want you there for Kentucky, and I want you listening to your golden voice when we play <laughs> Auburn. Yeah, well, congratulations. Great win yesterday. Um, you know, what, a, what a way uh, to grab one on the road and uh, just a total team effort. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. All right. We're live at Rudy's Barbecue on Harvey Road. It's a Gary Blair radio show from Learfield. AT&T is a proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. More for your thing, that's our thing. We're back at Rudy's Barbecue on Harvey Road. It's a Gary Blair radio show. I'm Steve Miller. Great to have you with us. We're here until 7 o'clock tonight, and we are watching some uh, women's basketball on the screens there. And uh, goodness, uh, South Carolina is just uh, handing it to Missouri <laughs> at South Carolina, and that was the uh, big rematch from the, uh, uh, I guess, the off-season or in-season uh, Dawn Staley and Missouri athletic director lawsuit and exchange. Yeah. I think she ended up giving all that money to charity. For sure. Um, I think it's like $50,000 and in exchanging of words it never probably should have happened. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we're watching that. Coach Amy Wright uh, is uh, joining us here. And uh, we had Coach Blair earlier. That's, a, that's Thank way, you. way more applause than Gary got. I, you know, <laughs> I, I only come here on an occasional basis, occasional. and I, I, I feel very welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank well, you. The Aggies are back in the top 25 today at number 24. Yep. About that. Uh, other teams in the uh, SEC, you've got uh, Mississippi State at 7, Kentucky 15. Uh, the Aggies will take on Kentucky on uh, Sunday at Reed Arena. South Carolina is 19, and Missouri is 25. So uh, three wins in a row for the Aggies, 3-2 uh, and two in the SEC, 14-4 and four overall. And, uh, Amy, it's been uh, oh, oh, yeah, right at 24 hours since the uh, win yesterday at Georgia. Uh, when you look back, what is it that now you're, you're taking away from that? 
that game that you may not have had an immediate takeaway from? Sure, sure. Um, I, I, to me, the biggest thing, I, I watched the game twice. So you watch it after the game and get a chance to really evaluate what your responsibilities are, and then you get a chance to enjoy the game and watch it. And my, my biggest thing is, wow, Indy Jones. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. The, the you, you think about just possessions and time of possessions and what possessions mean. Um, in the first half, she had two block shots that she saved, grabbed the possession, gave it back to us, and we went and scored. So you're talking about taking away four points and then getting either four to five points on the other end. And then the first play of the third quarter, she blocks a shot from somewhere, grabs it, gets possession, Kennedy gets an easy layup. I mean, those are things that you don't really, you know, but you don't know until you watch it again. So even though she didn't score, man, she scored. <laughs> she scored for us. I, I can't tell you how many possessions she saved for. I mean, 21 rebounds. So we're probably looking at, you know, giving, taking 24 points minus 12 points for them. So she did it from a phenomenal job. Shambria. Uh, She's becoming a leader day by day, just watching her grow into that role. I'm so excited for her. She's becoming what we recruited her to be, so I'm very excited for her. Everybody played a certain role. Sierra, just slow and steady, does what she does. Uh, Kayla, huge shot in the corner. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that was huge. We needed that. We've been trying, we were trying to get her the ball all, uh, all second half. So it, it was just really great to see those kids step up at that moment and really shine and show what they can do. Well, that particular play was almost emblematic of what was necessary right at that point where things are teeter-tottering around and sure. all of a sudden it's like that was one of the best plays where ball movement happened mm -hmm. and found Kayla because I, I, I'm confident that Georgia didn't know where she was at. No. And because they had because she hadn't done a whole lot that was just crazy but there she was in the corners like wake-up call. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's, here's what's funny about Kayla. Kayla tries so hard every game to get five rebounds. <laughs> Whether it's on the <laughs> offense or defensive end, that's one of Kayla's goals is, is to get five rebounds, and she knows she's a scorer. But it, it's, if you watch the game, she, she'll get in there and she oh, almost got it. And then she'll oh, I'm so long. I'm so tired. You know, like her slow fall is like a, a tree falling when, um, when she gets in there. So it, it was really great to see Sham get the ball, come off that double screen, bring all the defense to her, kick it back to Kayla and knock it down. I mean, there wasn't a soul over there. Did you see her <laughs> smile? Oh, my gosh. You talk about who goes on defense to, and smiling. Who, who wants to go play defense and smile? But she she yes, did that. That yeah, was awesome. Knocked it down and, and a great pass to get back over there. Uh, she ended up with uh, three rebounds. Now, two of them on the offensive side. The Aggies with 16 offensive rebounds. Yes, she converted those into 21 second chance mm -hmm. points. Goes along with talking about the possessions uh, that, that the rebounders were providing for the team and how important that was. Yeah, I think I think the biggest moment is when you saw Kennedy go out of the game um, with her second foul um, on that charging foul, and the way we scored was off second chance points. Um, it wasn't that we were taking bad shots. It wasn't that we were taking shots out of the offense. You just saw two people that were determined and play with heart. As Indy said after the game with ESPN, they were going to play with heart and try and finish those shots and do whatever it took. So it was good to see those two get their moment. Uh, and I think that's really 
really important as far as confidence of our team and understanding their roles and understanding what they can do. And here's the crazy thing. As coaches, you're like, oh, you messed up. <laughs> you messed up. You can go get these rebounds. You can do this every night. So, so it's the expectations of that. But it, it's just so good to see those kids do well. That interview with India is on uh, the ESPN NCAA Women's Basketball site, ESPN.com. Click on, uh, on NCAA Women. Great and interview. It's on there. If you haven't a chance to see that, uh, you can click on there and, and see it. Uh, she ended up with six offensive rebounds, 15 defensive rebounds. So that's 21 total, as you mentioned. That is the most by an A&M player in school history in a regular season game. Hey. I mean, she is just, we were counting them on the bus. I mean, she's, you know, it's a matter of, she'll be in the top 10 in single season rebounds like in a week or so. And she's not 6'7". No. She, she's <laughs> not Tierra McGowan, you know, and she's, the, the thing when you watch when, um, uh, fortunately, I was fortunate to recruit her. Um, I had opportunity to watch her from her sophomore year all the way through. And she has something innate where she can just find the ball. She, she just understands where the ball is coming from. She's a high IQ kid, extremely high IQ. And that's, she understands right now that that's her thing. That's how she can impact the team immediately right now. Her shot's not falling. Um, she's doing a very good job defensively, but offensively, the shot's just not falling. So how can I impact the team right now? And that's something she's really taken ownership of, is this is my natural thing that I can do. Let's go. Um, and, and obviously, she wants to prove herself. Um, she, she wants to prove that she might be better than somebody else that was in that position uh, before her. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's look at her stats. She'll real quick. have an opportunity to. Yeah, yeah, soon enough, right? She is <laughs> number two in the SEC in rebounding for the season with 11.3 rebounds a game, number one in the league in defense, defensive rebounds uh, for the season. And when you just look at SEC games, she's the number two uh, rebounder overall. And in SEC games, Sierra Johnson's number three overall. Yeah. So two and three are the rebounders from A&M. And, and that, that comes with knowing what our team's about. Um, I, th I think our kids have accepted what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow, obviously, offensively. But they also know at times there's going to be moments where certain people are going to get certain shots, um, whether that's Kayla, whether that's Kennedy, whether that's Indy or Sierra. Um, but they have accepted the fact that that shot's going up, and they have learned to go get that rebound, go backside, go ball side, go front side. Um, they've done a great job of really just watching film and understanding where the ball is going to come off. Yesterday, uh, looking behind the Aggie bench, if you could see it on television, I mean, the whole section all the way to the top. Was, 31. 31 of them was full <laughs> of a uh, family of, of Indy Jones, of Shambria Washington, yeah. um, of, um, Jada. of Jada uh, Walton, and uh, they were loud and proud. Absolutely. And I asked Gary, and you heard it a few minutes ago, what was, what's it like playing in front of that many family? I mean, again, I truly believe that she, her hometown is closer to the University of Georgia than yeah anybody on the Georgia team and for her to go in there it's one thing to, to play good yeah you played good good job you know it was tough to play for your family but she played great yeah and to me that to me that seems hard to do uh for her it's not okay and, and, and she's a different kid mm -hmm. um if you sit down with her and you you could talk to this kid for 30 minutes and you'll know who she is um she's a happy go lucky kid mm -hmm. um the more positive energy energy she gets the more positive feedback she gets the more that kid's gonna perform um so 
you can imagine 60 people saying, you're the best, you're the best. <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to go out and get three block shots, save them out of bounds. I mean, she did some incredible things athletically yesterday that we haven't seen. And it, it was just for her, I'm so happy for her because I think that was the turning point that she needed uh, against the SEC team, a competitive team at home in front of her family, proving to the coaching staff, proving to her teammates that this is what I can do. So it, I, I'm super happy for her as well as Jada coming in. You know, Jada played well coming mm -hmm, in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just a matter of minutes uh, getting her in there, trying to fill spots. And then, wow, Sham. I'm, I, <laughs> what, what are her stats throughout the SEC games? I mean, her SEC games have to be pretty good. I know our assist to turnover isn't great, but as far as her contributing in points and rebounds and assists throughout the, just the SEC conference. Well, I'll, I'll look those up, okay. but you don't get to get any of those stats if you aren't playing a lot of minutes, and she is number two in SEC games and minutes played per game. She tired. So you're staying in the game because you're doing something right. Right, right. And uh, like I said, she, she was brought here for a reason, and that was to lead our team to, you know, kind of guide our team the way that Coach Blair wants it to be guided and get people the ball, defend the ball. You talk about a great defender. I mean, she, she locked down Destiny Slocum <laughs> yeah. from Oregon State. Mm -hmm. She did a pretty good job on uh, Taj Cole here at, at Georgia. So we're playing a lot of zone, but she, she understands what we're doing, and she covers up a lot of mistakes that we have on the defensive end. Uh, so there's been five games in conference play. She's averaging Chambray Washington 7.8 points a game. Uh, she's handed out 10 assists. This isn't a big assist-getting uh, team at this point in the season. Right. Uh, but shooting 45% from the field, hit a couple of three-pointers, and is uh, 8 of 11 at the free throw line. That's 73%. What, what more do you want? You're staying in the game. What more do you want? Yeah, and, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a big pause for her. You talk about Indy Jones, it would just get back to her just for a moment, but what role does family play mm -hmm. uh, for her? Because to me, it seems that it plays a big role uh, for and contributing to her success here at A&M. Oh, absolutely. Her, her dad is, is the voice in her head. Um, so he's really helped her uh, going through this process, the maturation process. He played at Youngstown State, so he's an Ohio guy. Um, but obviously, he's migrated to Georgia. Um, has has two daughters and a son and Indy just really listens to him really leans on him so he's done a great job of kind of being a mediator um, between what our expectations are and turning those expectations into a voice that she can understand um, her mother uh, brother whole entire family I mean it like I said She's just a happy kid. So the more positivity she has around her, the, the better she is, is going to perform. Um, the reason she came from Georgia, Texas, she didn't want to stay in Georgia. She wanted to get out. She wanted new experiences. She wanted the best opportunity for her. And with A&M, as far as academically, we provided that. And the biggest thing was, was her development through Coach Starkey, through Coach Blair, into a big-time player. And I just don't see it going backwards. I don't see it staying the same. So she still has a lot of room to grow. Yeah, she is. Uh, if you can improve game by game, and that's what you always want as as coaches, she seems to be definitely uh, definitely doing that. She's doing all right so far. Yeah, let's see. She has uh, 204 rebounds uh, so far this season. That is uh, it's truly remarkable. All right, I know you're sticking around for uh, a little bit here with us, and coming up on the show, our uh, strength and conditioning coach Tana Burge is going to join us, and we've got that and more. We're live at Rudy's Barbecue. It's the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield.
Basketball and barbecue lovers know the perfect brisket needs the right wood. Rudy smokes all their meats using their delicious signature rubs in 100% oak-fired pits. Get your real Texas barbecue fix today at Rudy's or on the web at rudys.com. We're at uh, Rudy's Barbecue tonight, Harvey Road, here until 7 o'clock. It's a Gary Blair radio show. I'm Steve Miller. We're joined by, uh, continue to be joined by our assistant coach, Amy Wright, and also our strength and conditioning coach, and you have a fancy title, I'll screw it up, but an assistant athletic director for strength and performance and sports condition. Performance. Sports performance is the new lingo. That's great. Uh, Tana Burge is joining us, and uh, it's, it is your first year working with the women's basketball team directly, but not your first year at Texas A&M. Been here a couple of years. How did you find, and how did you find Texas A&M, and how did Texas A&M find you? Well, I'm originally from Texas, so I've known about A&M, obviously, my entire life. Um, so I was working at Northwestern University up in Chicago or Evanston, um, and one of my coworkers actually, um, he kind of showed me a little job posting for Texas A&M, and I was like, oh, man, I love it here. It's going great. I was working with their basketball team up there. Um, just had a great, great interaction with the staff there and everything. But it kind of just tugged at me a little bit, going home, getting out of the cold. It is <laughs> cold in Chicago area. It is not <laughs> fun for a, um, a native Texan up there. Um, so I thought about it and, um, and met with or spoke with our um, one of our senior ADs at the time, Samantha Hugie, and she and I just clicked immediately. From the first conversation, we clicked, um, and we really just found that what I could bring to the table is what she believed that we needed in this role. And so it was kind of an easy, seamless, let's do this. Um, so that was about three and a half years ago, and been loving life ever since. And this year, transitioning into working directly with the women's basketball mm -hmm. team, and uh, you can tell there's a, a few different things. If you're just sitting in the stands, you look out, and you we, we see you doing different things that maybe uh, have previously been done. And so, what is what is your approach to uh, getting the players ready for uh, to be their be their best in the in the world for women's basketball? Yeah, well, that starts in the summer. Um, we do a lot um, with the off-season conditioning. I took over in. June um, so kind of stepped in and, and saw what we like what we had what what do we have to work with we have a, a fairly young team still um, and when I say young yes on the basketball court but also just training wise so um, looking at um, just simplifying everything to make sure that the girls understand what the big picture vision is we want to be um, we want to be great athletically uh, we want to be great um, basketball athletes I don't need to make them into um, power lifters or bodybuilders or um, anything else. We want to make them into the absolute best basketball athletes that they can be. Um, and so as we go through in the off season during the summer, I'm um, just really looking at where where do we need work? Um, where do they have fun training? No, if, if nobody knows this, no basketball players like to lift and run. <laughs> None, in, including that hasn't changed over the years. Coaches. No, guilty. Guilty. <laughs> they, I've I've legitimately heard at least half of our team within the last week talking about how much they hate running, and I'm like, oh, I mean, it's it's kind of a <laughs> part of a you know big part of your sport, but um, so it's. You know, finding creative ways to get them engaged and enjoy working, working hard because it's not easy. It doesn't need to be easy. We're, we're training to be the best, um, but getting them, you know, excited about um, working hard, getting stronger, getting more physical, getting more athletic, um, and being able to be resilient for the duration of the season. Um, and that's one of the biggest things is 
you know, we, we don't necessarily have to always lift the most weight or run the fastest, but we need to be durable and resilient to go game after game after game after game, especially in the SEC. We've all seen these games. They're pretty tough. They're pretty, um, pretty, pretty athletic. Um, we're going up against, you know, very, very strong teams, um, you know, some big bodies. And so it's how do we make ourselves durable um, and um, sustain the level of play that we have and sustain um, the level, level of athleticism that we need to, to play against and just, you know, just to play our game. Well, yeah, and you talk about the, um, that longevity, the resilience there. And, you know, I'm sure coaches would love to limit players' minutes. Uh, but uh, today's players are really expected to, to yeah. play almost a, an entire game. With a, if, if you're out of foul trouble, then you're probably going to play the whole game, especially with, a, at, you know, with Texas A&M. And well, there's so many timeouts. That's right. There is. There's, they're they're three or four time. minutes long. Yeah. And, you know, so what, what do you want? And so you got uh, yesterday you had three players who played you know, almost 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. as, as someone who works directly with them in that, you know, that sports performance role, do you kind of get that little smile like, yeah, we, we, we can play 40 <laughs> minutes? Or do you look <laughs> at it and go, no, that one, no, I wish we hadn't done that. <laughs> I, I love that we can. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That over, over the course of, you know, the fall, it's we build up kind of that tolerance to lots of minutes and the high volume. And, um, and that's one of the things that, you know, in my role, it's like, we just dominated for 40 minutes and they right. can play every single game 40 minutes. Obviously we want them to rest. That's what today is for. Um, rest and recovery. Um, but it's, it's all about balancing. You know, we, I will make adjustments for those high minutes players so that they are getting the balance in their training during the season. So again, they can sustain uh, for the duration of the season. And we do, um, you know, for the players who don't get as high minutes, we, we keep them ready. It's called, you know, we do a stay ready club. So it's stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Um, and so, you know, you, you were mentioning Sham earlier coming in from injury. She told me, um, I love, I love having conversations like this. As we're walking on the beach when we were um, in Maui, she's like, <laughs> I really appreciate you making us do the Stay Ready Club because I would have died in that game if, if I hadn't have been ready. And I'm like, yes, can you tell the rest of the team that because they don't like running. Uh, but it was, it's fun and just to see, you know, to see that she, you know, Sham, the rest of the girls, they have that, um, that grit um, and that kind of, you know, just like go after it um, to last 40 minutes and to, to excel for 40 minutes. You've mentioned, you mentioned several times, you've mentioned summer and off season and June. I think the, there is a misconception that, oh, that we only do some training during the season. But in your role, you may spend more time w with the student athletes than perhaps their, their coaches do. Is that accurate? A lot of times. Yes. Yeah, a lot yes. of times. <laughs> and so you know, I'll ask Amy, how important is that role uh, in, in working? And in, in obviously athletes' time and everyone's time is valuable, but you're getting that instruction of, uh, in a performance-based deal. What, what role does that uh, all that time play in the development? The biggest thing is this is the voice that most of our kids hear coming in to, to uh, Texas A&M, whether they're freshmen or whether it's, you know, the transfer year or whatever. This is the voice that they're going to hear the most because it is summertime. And what she does a great job of is conveying what we're trying to do, that being on time, being uh, sustainable, being healthy, taking care of your bodies. She did a great job this summer of communicating what kind of our deficiencies may have been last year. So 
this is all they hear right here. So it is very important. This is position is extremely important and Tana's done an amazing job. What is a, in our final moment or so, what is the, uh, uh, the, your favorite piece of technology that's out there that you're utilizing with our basketball players right now? Oh my goodness. We, we use a couple of things. Um, we use Bridge Athletic for our programming. It's a programming software um, that can be either used in the weight room as we train or remotely. Like if they're um, on a break, they're still going to, they're still training. They train year round. Um, and so uh, I really, I really love that platform. Um, we also use um, Polar heart rate monitoring system so that we can track what they're actually doing. And, you know, we can, we can see with our eyes what we think they're, how hard we think they're working and how much they're, what, how much effort they're putting into it. But I can also sit there on my little iPad, which some of y'all probably see me in the game. I got my little iPad, my little, um, my little board. I'm writing stuff down. Um, so, but we can track and see like, what are you actually putting into this? And, you know, are you, are you where you need to be? Um, and, and are you recovering fast? So, um, those are, those are two things that we use, um, pretty much on a daily basis that are really, really helpful just to make sure that we're giving the coaches the best information on the student athletes, but then also making it a, a quick and efficient, um, and kind of seamless, um, work in the day in and day out for the, for the girls. How cool. And well, congratulations. Are you the biggest part of that win yesterday is Absolutely. as everyone else. And so congratulations. Thank you for taking time out tonight, everybody. Our assistant AD for uh, sports performance, Tana Burge, everybody. We're back. So we're live at Rudy's Barbecue. It's a Gary Blair radio show from Learfield. We're uh, back at the Rudy's Barbecue. It's a Gary Blair radio show. I'm Steve Miller, and uh, Coach isn't here. He was here earlier, uh, at least uh, in spirit. <laughs> uh, Coach Amy Wright is, uh, continues to join us. Uh, the Aggies are 14-4 overall, 3-2 in the SEC, 1-0 last week, uh, beating Georgia yesterday, 76-66. The next game for the Aggies is Thursday, 7.30 at Auburn. You can listen on the Texas A&M Sports Network locally. That's Sports Radio 1150 and the Zone 102.7 FM, or watch on the SEC Network. The Aggies return, return home Sunday against number 15 Kentucky at 4 o'clock at Reed Arena. And uh, you can watch that on the SEC Network if you can't make it out. Plus, it is, I believe I have it right, it is Sidney Carter Bobblehead Day uh, yes. up on Sunday. So complete your collection or add to it coming up this Sunday. We need a final timeout, and we'll be back with our remaining moments with uh, Coach Wright. It's uh, the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Texas A&M Ventures, a property of Learfield Sports under the broadcasting rights granted by Texas A&M University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Texas A&M Ventures. Our announcers are employed by Texas A&M Ventures with the approval of Texas A&M. Texas A&M Ventures general manager is Glenn Oskin. We're back at Rudy's Barbecue for our remaining moments. Uh, Gary Blair radio show. The Billy Kennedy show will not happen tonight. The uh, guys are already at Florida for their game uh, tomorrow night. So that show, I believe, will return next week. Uh, the Billy Kennedy show will return next week. Uh, Coach Amy Wright is uh, joining us uh, here in our remaining moments. And uh, Amy, uh, was earlier in the show, we'd asked Gary Blair about Aaliyah Wilson, yeah. and uh, he ended up not technically answering the question. And <laughs> it was her uh, contribution. She's hurt, but what are her contributions being hurt that uh, and some players just don't do anything when they're hurt? And yeah. I don't believe that's what's happening with her. Absolutely not. She um, Obviously, she had her surgery. Um, getting out of surgery, uh, she's almost a week and a half out of surgery. She got her staples out, and now she's ready to do rehab. So this entire week, she's 
she's been able to do rehab. So with that, she's able to walk around the practice. She's able to communicate with our kids. She, she's around our kids all the time. And the thing that we lost with Aaliyah Wilson when she went down was the communication between staff, captain, players. So Aaliyah really provided that middle ground. And I think what you see now is something that I told you before is look at our huddle before we started the Georgia game. Our huddle was completely different because of Aaliyah Wilson. You know, it, it's not the simple fact that she can't play. Aaliyah provides the language that we want to say or can say to her, but in a different way she can communicate it to our team. Um, so her role is so huge. And I, I'm so glad to have her back because she's asking me, hey, hey, how can I get so-and-so involved? Or what do I need to tell them? And, you know, I'm giving her that feedback. And I might give her a feedback in one way, but she can communicate it in a way that the that her teammates understand it. So her role is, is beyond anything that a staff or somebody on the floor can actually do. It, it's so big. And I, I'm so glad that she's back to herself. You know, it's hard being out there limping on one leg. <laughs> you know, so now she got the state out and she's feeling like she can she can play again. Um, I don't know if you noticed there was a ball coming at her at, at Georgia on the sideline and she about got up. I was like, whoa, <laughs> sit down, sit down, you know. So, um, but it, it's so good to have her there. She just provides a different energy and a different communication for our team. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You could just have left her at home, but know what? She is providing so much more and 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 what a uh, effort yesterday. Congratulations on the win yesterday. Another road game uh, at Auburn this Thursday. That's Coach Amy Wright. Uh, also for for uh, Coach Blair earlier and for uh, Tana Burge. I'm Steve Miller. Our thanks to uh, Tyler here next to me and Tony back at the studio. We'll see you next week. This has been the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, live from Ludie's Country Store and Barbecue on Harvey Road in College Station, this has been the Gary Blair Radio Show, brought to you by Bud Light, game day's favorite light logger, Texas Ford, official truck and SUV of Texas A&M Athletics, Memorial Herman, Advancing Health, and by Ludie's Country Store and Barbecue. Visit Rudy's.com to find real Texas barbecue near you. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Texas A&M Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.